I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Octoon Millwall. So here it is, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners all around the world. Look to the future now, because the present is more than a little fucked up. It's got to be said, listeners, hasn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to Achtung Millwall, show number 28. And it is, of course, the number one Millwall podcast. Oh, yes, it is. This week's show is a bit of a Christmas special, the return of the world's famous roundtable panel, consisting of our very own Hannibal, Mr. Derek King, Barry Bongo Perkins, the Fairweather fan himself, Mr. Don Bone, the Butterfly Collector, Mr. Peter Hurd, and of course, yours truly, the Archbishop, Nick Hart. Also featured in today's show, listeners, is the misery of the home loss to Bolton last Friday night, as well as some depressive post-match analysis. Now, if any of the issues raised in, in the second part of today's show affect you in any way, please put away those prescription pills and that bottle of whiskey. No, call the Samaritans instead. Ladies and gentlemen, I would also like to give a quick mention to the very welcome return this week of the Mysa websites, the legendary Mysa website. Mysa is back. Dr. Bald's, B-O-A-R-D-S dot net a truly legendary Millwall website which should be on the radar of all Millwall fans. That address again is miserisback, one word, dot boards, B-O-A-R-D-S, dot net. Check it out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so on with this week's show. Located this week in corporate box number 14 last Friday night, just prior to the Bolton game. All courtesy of the very generous hospitality of Bongo. Massive thanks to him for that and much appreciated from the whole panel. I know, a great night it was too. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to wish every Millwall supporter all around the world a very Merry Christmas and a happy, a healthy and a prosperous New Year. Here's hoping that 2015 is a better year, full of real Millwall spirits. Welcome once again to Achtung Millwall, the world's famous roundtable conversation, broadcasting live, live tonight from corporate box number 14 at the Den, and with me is my the tactical genius that is Hannibal. Derek I'll, King. I'll be bored and I'll be shelling you all about it later. <laughs> the well-lubricated presence that is Mr Peter Hurd, the butterfly collector. Good evening. We're only talking about his arse <laughs> The fair weather fan himself, Mr Don Bunn. How do you do? And the provider of the largesse tonight, and a uh, 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 great gratitude goes towards him, Mr. Barry Bongo Perkins. Oh, fucking humbug. <laughs> <laughs> now, listeners, you're, you're listening to this with the, the benefit of Peroni uh, National Zero <laughs> beer and whatever else is going down at the moment. Now, just to, before we get into our conversation, we have had a little round of Secret Santa presents, and um, probably best present so far has been. Hannibal's tactical board that is now we've been tweeted and he's, he's actually showing a, a strange age formation. Do you want to explain where you're going with this tactical <laughs> well, formation? Well, you know, I'm looking forward to later. If Stowey's down the front, I'm going to demonstrate what this <laughs> system we're playing to. Our football should four, be four, one, two, three, one, four, four, <laughs> six, four, eight. Here we are, chaps, halfway through <clears> the season. Um, a strange season in many respects. Um, but I, I made a little quick note there. I don't want to talk about the misery side of, of, of our club at the moment. I want to accentuate the positive. It's a 10 minute show. So that's this week's show over and done with. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. Accentuate the positive of it. And I want to come up with the good things because I think we've done quite a bit one way other week in, week out on this show of where it's going wrong. And I think it's more, you know, it's in keeping with the Yuletide spirit to come up with something positive to say. What have been your collective highlights and what are you seeing, or what are we hoping we're seeing, in terms of development of our club at the moment? Who wants to start? Can't oh. talk about start of an hard one. Yeah, can't we talk about the shit stuff? All right, talk about the shit stuff. <laughs> no, I was happy. Positives. Positive. Put them away. Yeah, I was going to say put yeah, them away. This, this is the best day of the season, yeah. probably by a long, long way. All right. Um, you know, we went there, did a job on them, very professional, and... Looked at half decent sight. Now, okay, at the time they were shit. Yeah. Um, but we did a good, solid, professional job. But it was a good fun day out with what five, six thousand yeah. fans down there. You know. I remember yep. the um, the comment from uh, Pete, and I don't know if it was because he fell down the steps and banged his twice. head twice. <laughs> because he was, I don't know, you were 
don't know what happened to you, but he was lubricated. He made a slushy. comment to me, and I must admit, at the end, like, half time, we looked like Barcelona. We'd have beat anyone. We looked like fucking Barcelona. Well, this is what I'm going to throw out here. I mean, and this is accentuating the positive, and I do get there's an argument against this, but on occasions we have looked very good. Yeah. When we're going forwards, we've got um, a unit, and apart from the, the thumping that we took against Middlesbrough, um, was it two weeks ago now, um, which was the, the first and probably only real spanking that we've had all season, I, I would suggest, we've actually taken points off some fairly highly placed teams in the division. Yeah. I'm talking about Derby away, nil-nil. Bournemouth to each. Um, these are decent sides, and we've actually gone there, and by hook or by crook, by luck or design, whatever way you want to look at it, we've come away with points. Now that in itself is to to Holloway's. Uh, is it to Holloway's credit or is it luck? Like, what, well, what, what do we think? I think it's, it's a little bit of impatience about it at other times, and this is a trouble. The way he wants to play football, you set up, you just go away, and you you, you set up solid, and you try and nick something. And if, as we did at Fulham, you nick something early. You hold on to it. Brentford was completely different, wasn't it? We were a part of shit for <coughs> 45 minutes. Well, we were in phases, but then we pulled it together. And then and back into the got game. back into it by doing something completely different. <coughs> yeah. But I, I think that we've, got, we've been getting away with it. That's what I think. It, and Middlesbrough showed us what happens when you don't get away with it. Yeah. And that's where I think yeah. that coming back... I mean, how many times... We can't keep doing no, this. We can't, we can't keep doing this. And it's luck more than... Judgment or any <coughs> definitely nothing to do with the tactics. I think at the end of the season, the games like Derby and Fulham <coughs> will look back and they'll be the, the, the <coughs> game that kept us up. <laughs> Middlesbrough was the tactics, weren't it? Because he switched it all up, went through five-two, fucked the whole thing about, and we got we got done for it. it was the, and the negatives come up. Yeah. We're trying to keep positive. No, no, positive. The positive that he fucked the tactics. Positive. <laughs> if he sticks with a knitting, doesn't listen to all this bollocks about we got to play two up front, four-four-two, bang it in the box. Right, just sticks with that system, the 4-2-3-1, nice and solid. We're not going to score a lot of goals, but we ain't going to be beaten big time, and we're going to nick points here, there, and there, particularly away from home. That's what we've done at home. We're better away yeah. than at home. Well, on, a, on a positive, when you, you know, there's been a lot of um, talk about uh, comparing us to Lomas last year, where we are, and you look at the two records, but... But we have played some better football this it's year. Better football. And it, but it's depressing that we're not putting the <coughs> ball in the net. That's that's the thing that gets me. The trouble is, is we're not punishing teams, are we? No. It's that final no. third. There's no penetration. It's like lesbian porn. It's all. It's, it's all <laughs> watching the wrong sort. It's mate. all nice, but there's no penetration. <laughs> it's that final ball, isn't so it? So what that, you're saying is we need a strap on. That, that final <laughs> ball. That final ball. That Why last, come back to the that last third of the pitch. Strap on. <laughs> it's, it's very fancy. Sixty percent possession. Lovely, lovely, but. That final killer ball ain't there, but, is but it? T- t- this is the thing. I mean, is it is it the pe- is it the personnel or is it the attitude? Because one thing that's frustrating me is McDonald's turning this midfielder, but he's playing so so deep. Instead of getting up and supporting the striker, he's really really deep, and so no one's getting up and helping the striker. So they're playing a lone furrow. If you nick a goal, it's great, like we did at Brighton, like we did at Fulham. You go out, you nick a goal early, you sit on it, you're really solid and. Those teams don't break you down. Here's, a, here's a positive to throw out there. The, we, we learned a big lesson against Middlesbrough. Three-five-two don't work. It doesn't. I don't think we'll see that again this season. Which means that probably we're going to be talking about four defenders, the five midfielders, and the single one up front yep. striker. Which makes us difficult to beat. And to a degree, our, our track record this season, a lot of draws, means that we are a difficult side to beat. And yep. that should, in if there's any football justice, that should equate to survival in a championship. Which 
in my opinion, is probably job done for Holloway this season, given that we've got, what, 20, we, we've discussed it, Derek, 24 yeah. contracts up in the summertime, which will probably be a mass clear out of players, and, and hopefully some kind of um, reset for next season with new faces and new, new approach, new tactics. I um, think Gregory's got to be a positive. I mean, yeah. he, he looks dangerous. He's, he's <clears throat> the system we're playing doesn't suit him. He's got to have someone helping him. But he always looks like a sniffer. He looks like a six-yard box man. <coughs> Took his goal really well against Brighton. He did. He did he's got, what, four goals? How many actual starts has he had? A dozen? Twelve? Fourteen? Not maybe? Not he's not started, no. But one in three for his first season at this level. Going from being a Sparks, you know, training a couple of times for an hour a week and yeah. then playing once or twice a week to full-time pro. You know, he's done better than Morrison did when he first came. What was it, yeah. 19 games without a goal yeah. for Morrison? Yeah. yeah. It's a big step up, and I think he's shown... <clears> shown <throat> yeah, so I went to the uh, Derby game, and uh, his dad and his brother sat next to us, and um, his dad was quite vocal about the fact that he, one of his strengths at Halifax was the fact that he had a striker alongside him. So the big man, small man. Yeah, and, um, and um, yeah, he really sort of focused in on that. Plus, he's also got a bag of tools for sale in the shed at the moment. <laughs> so if there's any electricians out there. Um, but yeah, I think that was a big thing for me, for him to say that. you know. And I think even he recognised, you know, my son's out there and he's, he's not going to perform in that formation. No. I think that was really, really powerful. That's yeah. that's an interesting point. I mean, he doesn't look comfortable as a kind of any kind of target man. We, no. we do seem to rely a lot. I know we're falling into the negatives again. We do seem to rely on the long ball to players. I mean, and I include Fuller in this, who aren't necessarily target men. And yeah, that's the that's the, probably the, the kind of uh, lowest common denominator approach we're taking. Well, that's the annoying thing about it. We play all this nice, pass it along the back, bang bang, and then stick that fucking diagonal. Up, diagonal right? ball. <laughs> you know, it's it's you, if you're going to play like it, play like it and across the whole. Um, of the but by the players that can not, do that kind of stuff. Well, I think we got the play. I mean, I think there's a lot said about whether players can or can't do things. At the end of the day, it's football. You know, a, a professional footballer. You, you you don't realise it. Every player that makes it as a pro can play football. You remember the kid at school who was the best fucking kid, didn't he? He didn't make it. There's one player I like as well, looking at the positives again, he's absent. He, you know, there was mm. one game, I can't remember if it was a live game, he had like 471 shots from outside the box. Five years, we ain't had a player who's no. he's even got close to having a shot from outside the box. I don't mind that. I think the goals will come with absent. I'm not sure where he fits into the five in the middle or the three, two, one, four, six or whatever it is, Hannibal plays. But, but realistically, he's not afraid to get his head up and have a look and have a Ooh. shot from 20 yards. It's refreshing down the and, and, you know, you don't shoot, you don't score. Was it Bobby Charlton said that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, he, he, he's, oh, I like Upson. I always have done and I, I don't see why people ever get a down on him because I think he's a decent sunny footballer. You know, when you look at what Holloway's done, <clears throat> give him his due, he's bought some good players in this club. Yeah, Sean Williams. Yeah, Williams. Williams now. Well, and now he's bought, the interesting one that's developed is, and it looks like he's gone for this solid system, is this Martinez, Right. Because I, I just yourself. You're the name. You're the name. Well, you're a dentist. A take about one at a time. <laughs> Fucking hell. Angel Martinez, and you think he's going to be some poxy Spanish, you know? But he looks a tidy little player, neat, and you know. But it's Williams and one other in yeah. in in that position, and and that could. I mean, ups and don't get much of a shout. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Martinez and Upson seem to be vying for the same midfield space, think, given yeah. that Williams is yeah. probably your first choice starter in the, in the, the Well, I'll still go back to, I guarantee you it will happen, Williams will end up at centre-back. And I've said that from the day dot. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see yeah. that. Well, but if you want to play out from the back, nah. bring out a, a, a ball player really from the back. really negative move. 
Really negative move. It's actually, actually move. no, that is a positive move no, because you put a footballer at the back. No, I disagree. I like him where he is, but I always thought he was bought as a as a centre half should maim and fucking injure people. Yeah, but the game's not <laughs> like that. You get booked for fighting <laughs> on someone. That's the voice of old school man. The maim and injure. That's footballing centre halves mopping up some park journey, don't they? My challenge there, Derek, is like the probably one of the best players we've got on the team. Yeah, it was creating stuff. Let's move him further. No, no, I'm not saying I disagree with you. But my point is, is like I'd like to see him further forward. But but what about if you've got him and Martinez and and Upson turns out to be a real pairing? You know, you you actually strengthen the whole team. So that's that's a valid point. But like Martinez, you said it earlier, Pete, didn't you? Brighton. I didn't even know he was playing. I didn't even know. He said it, and I thought, that's spot He didn't on. do that's, anything wrong, but he didn't do anything wrong. That's exactly what it was you want that player to do. In a way, nah. you just want him to stop Yeah, him. see. Nah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, like I say, I thought he was going to be some... <clears throat> you know, that real yeah. tricky little jabby type player, and yeah. he's... You know, that, that, what we what you just been talking around the table there mm. is, do you think that's what Holloway does as well? well let me because be, I don't think he knows who he wants to play still. And we're, we're trying to sort out who we think, think he does. He's 39 players. players, is it? 39 players, players. Let me read this quote out. This is, this is taken from the news at Den, and it's Holloway speaking. He says, if I'm being totally honest, Ed Upson and Scott McDonald should really be fighting for the one attacking place. And with Angle and, and Sean yeah. Williams in there, we looked a bit more solid. You, you stick Upson up in that more advanced position, and you'll, you'll negate everything that's good about him. He has to come onto the ball, Upson. He needs to play. But where are we going to sit the Jimmy running around like an English chicken position? Running up dead end streets. This is what um, Holloway says about Ang- Angel Martinez. A bloke who's played 100 times in La Liga isn't going to be bothered by the pressure of our crowd or how it feels to be down the bottom of the table. Um, it fucking needs to be. Yeah. Fucking needs to be. That's because if he starts playing that today, he'll down here. He'll soon fucking know what he's doing. He'll soon find out the difference between La Liga and. All right. I'm waiting for the first Angel Delight. (laughs) How can we improve that? I mean, I've tried to give some of these subject um, headings your tight twists here, but I've got please Santa Berylson, all I want for Christmas is. What positions are we going to strengthen in their side? It's got a bit of front play. We're talking about striker, really, aren't we? I noticed um, Aldo on News at Den published a list of 14 strikers that he felt we ought to be looking at. I hadn't heard of any of them. Yeah, he's on the gear, though, with that list. (laughs) (laughs) He talks about Garner. And he put a price range of 250 to 500 grand. They've already turned down a million pound bid. <laughs> so we ain't going to get him for 250 to 500 grand. Some of them players... Yeah, but I mean, it might be shit, dear. Yeah, it might be shit. <laughs> but but this, is, this is the thing, wasn't it? In, in we'll end summer, up with Tom Pope. In, in the summer, there were two outstanding conference centre-forwards, weren't there? Um, we got Gregory. And what's his name? The bloke who ripped us apart the other week um, for Brentford. Gray. Gray, yeah. Andre Gray. Gray, yeah. Andre Gray. Difference is, Andre Gray was effectively a full-time pro, Lee Gregory was still working part-time. So it's going to take him a little while to catch up. So do we need a striker? It depends how desperate we are to stay up. There was we, a good call need... on that list. That was a Plymouth kid. Um, I can't remember his no, name. No, I can't remember the name. Um, who looks quite useful. Well, but Owen Doyle, you know, 19 goals already. They're gonna, someone's going to pay two million quid. Yeah, they're, they're going to be sort of off, minute. Yeah. yeah. And, and we have done we ain't. Are we going to break the transfer record in January? Well, Are mean, we that desperate? No. It, it, News of Dan says Mill, Sherman, John Berylson is flying into the UK today. This was uh, December the 11th to drop Ian Holloway's January. Shopping by now then. He's yeah. probably got home by now. 
Um, Holloway wants to add another striker to his squad when the transfer window opens. To sign in, there's numbers of uh, midfield players. This is a message from Stuart Turnstile operators. The stadium will now open. The stadium will now open. Oh, fuck me. Shit. We're we'll all coming in now. We're in the <laughs> fucking <laughs> trouble this now. Is, this is the benefit of being in the corporate box. We're in there already. <laughs> <laughs> we're on our second beer and all you mugs are outside. Yeah. Shut up. Um, I forgot I made a good point then. Um, yeah, so striking a pole, would we add to the squad in any, any way? I mean, But the thing is, if we're playing one up front, how many strikers do you want? You know? Or do you just stick with it, persevere with Gregory? And, and just hope that it works. Well, I mean, me, me, we was outside, me and Pete, like, we was outside getting the tickets and uh, Jermaine Easter walked by and you saw her. Yeah, Jermaine Easter. And, um, <laughs> like that, with, with respect, with respect, Fuller, Fuller's not going to give us 90 minutes. No. And I've got to throw it out there and I'll get some challenge, but my view is that there, there's a player at the moment who, who either needs to go or needs, who needs to prove his worth and I would just throw John Marcus in. By the way, he's not I'm in really the box. Good. It's not, not yet, but not I would yet. throw honestly because I just think like is is someone who who really wants to prove his worth, and I think we need someone alongside Gregory. Give him a couple of games, yeah. If it don't work, pull him out. But yeah. at the end of the day, we've got to do something. We, we, we've I mean, got to do this something. Is we don't need anyone alongside Gregory. We need a change of attitude, right? What we need is Scott McDonald getting up on alongside Gregory. But still playing in the midfield role. Derek Angler. Play one up front. The thing is, McDonald's like one of the Angler. His attitude. He's fucking yeah, fine. Yeah, Angler. Angler. He's made his career playing off a, a front man. Yeah. You know, I mean, my frustration with him is he plays too deep. Picking up on Bongo's point, though, Johnny Marquis said one of the fucking best games I've ever seen against Aston Villa. Yeah. He fucking ruined him. Aston Villa. Yeah. yeah. But he ain't good enough to play against the Championship clubs. But give him ten games. Give will, him, uh, let give, him have a give, go. Give, you've got. You just mentioned Easter as well, right? If you're only going to play one up front, you need two strikers vying for that place. So let's say that's Gregory and Fuller. Yeah? Start up front. But having players who are going to come on and give you a real buzz when they come on, Marquis could do that. And Easter can do that. Because he's a sort of player that can come up and nick a goal. Well, I said the last time we, stood, we sat together, well, I always thought Fuller was purchased to do that last 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Ooh, right? He's not done that yet for us. No. Right. no, he did. What was going to come on and score two? Uh, score I, uh, think, Wolves. I think the reality should be is doing that every week. Wolves is how he should be playing. Yeah, but that's the, it. that should be every exactly. week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you throw Wolves, someone yeah. like John Mark Marquis in there and he's not doing it, Fuller, bringing him on is a totally different but, option. But don't you think that we had it all lined up, we were going to sign probably Matt Smith, we didn't get him, Fucking so Fuller know. went from being the, the backup to, the first to being the main man. Um, whilst Gregory developed. But I've said it before, Holloway put so much emphasis on fitness, but then in Fuller's first couple of games, he said he ain't fit. Yeah. <laughs> and well, why fucking play And he brought Andrew Martinez in He's months, talking about Guy who ain't fit. Actually, Guy looks one of our best fucking players when he's, well, he's at it. Yeah. You know, he can turn defences and run at players. Anyway, you know the player, Mr. Berylson, who do we want to sign in the summer? Wilkinson. If he can get his head right. Morrison. It's, that's the sort of player nah. we need. Steve Morrison. Play with his back to goal, can run the channels and go beyond. If his head's right, I'm talking yeah. about Steve Morrison in 2010. I'll have, I'll have Wilkinson, Wilkinson, the right back. Well, I've, yeah. I've heard, I've heard Messi's available. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I really do think, you know... We, we can get him. He's out of contract I'll, in the I'll, summer. I'll, I think you should pull your savings out of your account. Yeah, kids, this is what they for us, yeah. And I think we should have Messi. Steve Morrison, I mean, that, that's the Steve Morrison of old, the classic Steve Morrison, was in a much, much more direct side than you get the sense that Holloway wants to create. He wants yeah, to play a football say, side that yeah, plays the ball to feet. 
I'll tell you, I'll tell you the player who someone called on off the other day. The player who's probably available who can play in the role we need him to play. Wagon. Mm. That's not a bad shot, actually. That is. That's not a bad shot. Yeah. But he was you more of a target man. man he was more. You don't go. I'll have a go at Wagon. play behind really the need, I don't think it's the one as much as what we need is the player behind to have the right attitude, whether it's McDonald or whatever. Right? And I'll, I'll throw a name. He might even be out here tonight. Liam Trotter. Get that fridge from out there, stick it on top of the Don't you remember? Seriously. Five years, four years ago, when Morrison was up front, Trotter was playing in that hole behind him. Right, that's the sort of player we want. Someone who's going to run in. No, I'm not saying him. I'm saying someone who's going to take that. That looks like midfield the midfield role. Yeah. <laughs> Take that midfield role and go beyond the striker. Because Scott McDonald don't get the striker. Someone who's going to run in and do those runs. I'm just going to live stream the first mention of Trotter tonight. I threw a little uh, thing on off the other day. I did get uh, well informed that um, uh, Chris Taylor is... is it, he is Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely... Um, Apparently he's looking to come back. I don't, I don't know the truth in that. Now you, are, you are, yeah, but he's not a striker. But I just think he'd be excellent. This one, of, one of the, one of our weaknesses has been, and, and you can all have your comments about Wolford, um, but one of our weaknesses has been you've got Martin on one side, and when Chris Taylor was here, he was something else. I really liked yeah. him as a player. Yeah. I think that would really give us some balance. Yeah, I really do. Think Wolford, we could have someone Wolford like that. Just looks lost in this system. It does, it does, no, he didn't to start with. It, when we were playing really well to start the season, Wolford and Martin were just running their bollocks off every <coughs> game. They were fucked. Yeah, up but don't you think minutes. they stopped that now though? That, yeah, we, 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 look, we don't look like we've got any players out there now that can run. And this is why Chris Taylor is a really good at some point. Are they? Or are you they being told not to do it? Because three or four players. Remember when we did one of these when. When Holloway first came, yeah. and we were, I think we were on the table, and I said, oh, fucking in heaven, I think it's the best thing we've ever yeah, had yeah. down here. And I was, yeah, 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 and I didn't. And I was on the back, <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't. And I was waxing lyrical about his um, motivational yeah, qualities yeah, yeah, up there, yeah, and, yeah. He said, and he was, t this is what I like, I like my full-backs to bomb down yeah. the wings. They don't stop, they have to go like the clappers. They need to be like on motorbikes, because I like them overlapping, yeah, yeah. and they've got to be able to get back, and if they can't do that, they will not be playing in my team. We don't see that anymore. Actually, no. Malone still does it. The yeah, but he, he only well, the reason we don't see anymore is because fucking Edwards fucked his knee up. Right, but I said it before. But why can't Malone play left wing? Did you see that run he did against Brighton where he, yeah. he ran down the line and played two players? And he's, he... he's actually better coming from the deeper position. Uh, his know. energy levels, I mean, Scott Malone, whatever you think about him, his energy levels are amazing. I mean, he fucking... He, he's he's a bit dodgy minute. on the back foot, though. Yeah, he's he got is, because that's the most Briggs back, in it? No, Briggs will put him back, does that. He goes, 90, in the 90th minute, how many times have you seen him in the 90th minute go up? He did it against Brighton the other night, didn't he? He took a run that went past back three players, squared the ball back. You know. But I mean, we converted Steve Lovell to a striker before. I'm sure yeah. it wouldn't be a bridge too far yeah. to go. If if Malone didn't have such a moody haircut, it'd be a fucking. Thing. And no socks on. But you know what's going to happen? He's not wearing socks. He's you know joking. joking. He's no, 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 he's got to check the ball play. Well, I hope he don't fucking make the team. You know what's going to happen? He'll go in the summer for nothing. It can't do your feet any good. It must, they must stink those shoes. He's got a Tupney Wizz round haircut, hasn't he? Five to five on the air, but shocking. Let's talk about Ian Holloway. I mean, we've, we've kind of talked about oh, his, yeah. the, the con, you know, his, his tactics. Um, um, I've, I've got a quote here for you, which I'll, I'll throw out there. Um, this is from Holloway again. 
I used to be able to sell a fridge to an Eskimo, but at the moment I seem to be losing that touch with the players, he means. Obviously not with the new signing, the first team coach, um, Gibbs, Gibson, I believe. Or Gibbs, no, sorry. Gibbs. Yeah. Um, so he's implying that he's not getting across to the players in the way that he would have hoped to, maybe he used to. Um, <coughs> or he make I mean, he wears his heart on his sleeve at the best of times, doesn't he? But I find that quite a strange... I've got an answer comment. to that quote, actually. I, I think he's a cunt. <laughs> um, and there it is. No, no, no. But I, but I started you this year. No, I was with bush, Don. No, Don. I was on your page. I was on your page, and I really do believe, actually, that he, he was the Messiah. I really, I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I do really With your wife, yeah. No, no, but I still do really feel he's worth sticking with. But yeah, some oh, of the things yeah. he says, we spoke about it, didn't we? You know, you know, all like the uh, Jimmy Savile comments and all that. You know, yeah. Yeah. last time he got around, I was like, just. Ian, back away from yeah, that. Don't, don't, don't tear into the fans. No, no, no. He, I mean, don't do that. He's the sort of bloke that can't leave things alone. Yeah, but he, uh, to me, he needs to be better than that. You look at you look yeah. the jacket, the way he conducted himself with us. I expected we that Holloway. Holloway. We, we were well, we were, but in that, in that in, respect. Yeah. But sometimes Ian Holloway just needs to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, it's a sign oh, of that. He really yeah, does. Absolutely. But I don't think he's in full control of his own emotions. He's probably His own reaction. But I don't think yeah. he can control himself. I, I must be the only person who's more positive about Holloway now than when he started. And you was always negative. And I was always against him for two reasons. I thought he was still a bit, you know, mentally scarred from Palace. Well, I think that one seems to have come through. I didn't think he was prepared to shore us up defensively. But one week I look at him and we're tight as a fucking. Mm. You know, he's arse. <laughs> and the next week, we're shipping five goals to Middlesbrough on the most basic defensive movement there was. And I think he's struggling to, to just get the balance. The thing say, <clears throat> stick with what you have. Play the system you want to play. Stick play passing football. Stick with it. If we go one nil down, don't panic and throw on a six foot eight centre forward who you might just have happened to sign on loan from wherever it might fucking be. Just stick with it. The problem with the system is this: we have to get ahead. If we get ahead, we're all right. But we've been ahead how many times this season? Three? Not many times. Oh. We we have made we've a virtue really coming back ahead. from. Two, I mean, yeah. how many two goal comebacks have we made? There's four, five. five. Yeah, but it's a, vir- it's a virtue. But only on we 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 won something like three points from that. Yeah, like. we've come back and then lost, or we've come back and just grabbed the draw. We 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 do it a lot, but it's it's still not a lot of points gained from that. The one thing I do like about Holloway is he he won't compromise. He, he set his stall there, yeah. and he has said right from the start how he wants to play, and he is still playing it in spite of bad results and. Having to come back from well, two 0 down. Middlesbrough. Apart from Middlesbrough, this was. This but I think, well, I think you know, against that, that was that was. I think he reads the websites. I've got to say. Mm. Well, I wonder that because I mean, we clearly made a, a two-goal comeback. It was at uh, Bournemouth, and yeah. we went to. But he, did you? Well, at the Middlesbrough game. We, we're we're sitting down here, looking right across yeah. towards him, and I'm sure it was after we went one down, and. Um, always fed up hearing this I've said this so many times <laughs> but we watched him call over I'm sure it was McDonald he called him over yeah. and he started and McDonald turned around and we were watching him and he, he went over to a couple of players and he started to, like, that, you could see him going what, what they did it? Do you remember the note? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the note? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
and, and the signals were there in the first 10 minutes. That, that winger was lively. They oh, got yeah. good strikers. I think we'd have lost whatever formation we'd have played. I think we'd have lost 3-4-0. We would have lost, but I'm not, sure. uh, I'm not so sure. I think There's we, we're tight. Like I say, we are tight. They, are, they were better. They were, we are tight. Poles, I mean, weren't they? He's funny. He said that. He, he, he reads the website. He reads the website. <laughs> well, if he reads the website, can I just play complete now to anyone on Half Mo and the newly formed Lisa? I'll give him a little bit of a plug, right? Don't tell him to play fucking two up front. <laughs> right? Just accept we play one up front. That's okay. how we're going to play. Right. Thank you. But the two up front weren't the problem against Middlesbrough, were they? No. You could have had three up no, front. No, no, it was. No, the two up front was the problem against Middlesbrough because get two up front, he played three at the back. Yeah, but if you, the argument is if you put two up front, they've got to drop a man out of the middle. And it was the middle that overran us. Oh, they overran us everywhere. No, you know what Middlesbrough did? Very simple. They saw us three at the back, they put four up. They, they basically played with four men up front. Yeah, right. one, um, and then as soon as they were 2-0 up, on they got back. Listeners around the fucking animal in his tactics. No, <laughs> so on, shout out my balls. So on Ian Holloway, um, on one of my excursions this year, I uh, read his book. And um, it was quite interesting, actually. And one of the things that, uh, that really stuck out for me is... Well, which one of your excursions was no, just so far? Let's move on. It was a help file. So uh, Gary, Gary Penrice, he was Ooh. a big... Big like mate of his, wasn't he? And, he and, and you read this thing, and it, but one of the things he spoke about was this Gary Penrose was very good at bringing like strikers in, people that were going to transform his teams. And, I, and again, I don't want to dig Mark Bircham out because mm-hmm. I, I like Mark Bircham, I think he's a great fella, but is he the right number two for Ian Holloway? Is he, is he going to provide. Did- well, this takes us to the point that Gibbs, doesn't it? I mean, we've got... Is it Mike yeah. Gibbs? Gibbs is yeah. replacing the old boy that he brought in from Palace that obviously didn't work out. What's his name? No one knew his name. Des. 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 The old fellow ran around on the pitch, right? Yeah. But, but I, I, I always thought that the Birchham Holloway thing was simple. I think Holloway is here for the long run, but I think in a year or two, he will move into a director of football type role. And Birch will be running everything. The thing is, uh, and I, I think that's what's happening. I'll that's go on the record of saying this: whatever manager used to be a player, they're always good at bringing in players who play in their own position. Yeah. Kenny Jacket, Holloway was a midfielder. Yeah. How many midfielders we got at the club? Yeah. yeah. Birchum was a midfielder. <laughs> How many yeah. midfielders we got at the club? Yeah. Kenny Jacket was a defender, right back initially, and then yeah. midfielder. Didn't have a decent fucking striker. <laughs> At the end of the day, your managers will always lean towards their own position. They'll be able to recognise qualities in players yeah, that's a good point. at their own position. That's a very good point. So, so Alan, Alan Shearer, Shearer, if you're out there, <laughs> you want to find your job. <laughs> it's true, though. They, they recognise players in their own position. Point. They recognise qualities in their yeah, own Kenny position. Kenny Jackie had about 77 left backs. Kenny Jackie, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, he tried 35 strikers, either on loan or up front on a youth team or whatever. Couldn't score a fucking goal. We could not score a goal yeah. on Kenny Jackson. He didn't know a striker if one had beat him round the head of a baseball bat. That's the problem. We need a striker coach, and we need a fucking good one. I mean, I yeah. don't wonder what this... this is, is, it, is Mike Gibbs this player? No, Nigel. Nigel Gibbs. He was a right-back, wasn't he? Mm, he was a right-back. I've never heard of him before, and now he's been, yeah. you know, no, reading no. The, the websites, he's been mentioned as though he's a... He was a Watford for donkey shoes, wasn't he? I, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him, but... Uh, he's coming. Like say thank you to someone for... Help him bring him in from Watford. Watford. I think we go back to Watford. We've turned them down to take this. But they're saying here. wherever McDermott goes, he will probably leave us and go there because he's yeah. McDermott's number two. That's it. That's it. Really. I think so we've followed him. Just going back to the start of the conversation, accentuate the positive. I, I do think in Holloway's defence, as many as the flaws he has, he does recognise where he's weak and where maybe he needs to be strengthened, and possibly this is this Gibbs' role to come yeah. in and. 
We talked about defence. Uh, yeah. Defence. We talked about striking. Midfield seems to be pretty okay. But maybe that's his role now to come oh, in I, and prove that. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I thought he was more astute as a manager than what he's turned out to be. So it's not like... He had time. And he came in, didn't he? And I was thinking, when the season finished, I well, now he's got all pre-season to get himself sorted out. We should have... And we started OK, and it looked like that was right. But I, think, I don't think he I actually... I had expectations of him that I haven't been doing I, I think he's, he's one of those managers that I think his motivational support is clearly you either buy into him or you don't. And if you get everyone buying in, a lot of things can happen that wouldn't happen otherwise. The one that always worried me, I mean, he can get it right tactically for odd games, but it's whether he can get it tactically right in the long term. Because who remembers last year, he went to Palace, they were second in the division, not last year, the year before, whatever. Second in the division, he nearly didn't get in the playoffs, they scraped in the playoffs, no one gave him a fucking chance. Hello. All right, you've been looked after by the waiter, yeah? Yeah, yeah. you're on record, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Sorry, Sorry. 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 Can get it right. I think this pre-season will be Holloway's. I think with 24 out of contract, this is his proper. This is the point I was going to make. I've got two things to throw out there. Number one, let's presume that we're all players. Let's presume that we are young enough, fit enough, good looking. Well, I'm an athlete, obviously. Athletes to, to be a member. No, definitely good looking enough. Who would buy into Ian Holloway as a leader if, you, if he was your manager in any in, in, in any whatever circumstance? Would you follow what Ian Holloway says? Would you believe him? Would you buy into him? Is, is you work with him and work with him easily. No, the trouble is you're asking the wrong people the wrong question because we're not footballers. It's a show. It's a radio show. Right? We're not footballers. No. <laughs> can't ask a question. The, 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 the thing is, we're not footballers. <laughs> I personally could never buy into someone like Holloway because I think he's all full of bullshit. And I've worked with a lot of people like that all the time. They they can work for a while for short term and do something. Short term impact. Short term impact. Get things going. But I think longer term, you'll you'll hear the stuff he's saying and think that's a load of fucking bollocks. That really is. And I think for footballers, it's simple. If they're winning, if they were winning, they'd be sitting there saying, Leonardo is the greatest manager that I've ever worked under. Because mm. everything's working well and it's really nice and we're enjoying ourselves. And don't, don't forget, he, when he first came here, and, uh, and he's enthusiastic, it, it's really infectious. It really is when you see him going at full swing. But it was on the back of us putting up with Steve Lomas. Yeah. And we would have taken anything. The contrast was quite yeah, it was sharp. Right? Minutes, what it? I haven't seen all season, remind me if I'm wrong, I haven't seen us absolutely rip anyone apart. You know, no. no. What I want is a team to go out there, get one in the first five, six minutes. Well, we've got Bradford in the cup. Two, three new up after. And actually go and build the confidence in the team. On the subs and go right. We're three new up. Go and have a run at them. Go and do a bit. And to be comfortable, we're we're always coming from behind or one nil in front. I ask that question because one of the things I noticed is he's painted kind of self-help slogans all over the dressing room. Um, I can't remember. What they're, they're, there's words like respect and, yeah. and love and. He's read the manual, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I would. If, I, I speak for myself. Really I would. Well, yeah. got, the is whole he? dressing room is covered in um, stuff like that. It's the kind of thing that comes out of the self-help. Oh, can. <laughs> Remember to try your shoelace. Would, would I believe that? Would I buy into it if I was a member of that, that group of, of, of employees? Like I say, we're, we're not Often footballers. Winners yeah. never quit. Quitters yeah. never win. I mean, and all that old bollocks. We're, we're not footballers. 
So we don't. Do you think footballers buy into that? Because I, I would. Some do, some don't. But at the end of the day, if they're winning, they'll <clears> think it's great. And if they're losing, they'll think it's shit. Yeah, the biggest thing, that, what you try to do is manage people. And this is something Limes couldn't do. Mm. Couldn't manage people. Yeah. And I do think Holloway has got the respect to the dressing room. Mm. But I the trouble think... is, he's got to get the best out of them guys now, hasn't he? He really has got to get it. Because if he don't, we're in the shit. I get the impression with Holloway that what he's doing, he's set, it's more, almost like he said to the squad, 24 of you are out of contract. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you all a few games to try and win a contract. That, that don't help them and it don't help us and it don't help him. No He's got to say, here is my starting 11. This is what I'm going to do. If he gets injured, you're in. If he gets injured, you're in. But guess what? We've got to stay in this fucking league. Well, a, a, a good open. manager knows he has to manage different people in different ways. Yeah? Because yeah. some people respond to a kick up the arse and yeah. some people need an arm around the shoulder. And I can't help but think that Scott Malone's poor form is because he knows he's out of contract. He's just had a first kid or something, hasn't he? He's yeah. also had interest, doesn't he? He's got interest from other people. He's had a bad fucking haircut. You know, so, so for someone like Scott Malone, clearly the, <laughs> you know, you're out of contract. So why don't you just go and fucking sign him up to a contract? Well, it almost seems to me that, that we're looking at it and saying, well, what division we're going to be in? Because if we go down, I think we're going to start well, he said that. He has said that. He has said, I can't give players a contract until I know what league I'm going to be in. Yeah. They can't function they on can't that. They can't function on that, no. It's no, like you. If you're told you're on six months notice, but you might keep your job after six months, you wouldn't how would you react? No. Go sick. You know? Just be looking around. I was on a notice, I'd go down the pub at half eleven and I'd come back at five. Yeah? And, and that's figuratively, I think, what some of these players are doing. Well, we don't know who the 24 are, but we, we might see a respect rate over one or two of them. I mean, would Alan Dunn be one of the reappointments? Would you keep Alan Dunn in a, in a playing oh, position? Depends what division you're in. But... You'd keep Robinson if we're in the lower league. Yeah. But go, going Robinson's, back to the issue of... actually way. talking about making the move to Pompey yeah. a full-time deal. And why can't you blame him? He wants oh, to play yeah. a bit longer. He's, he's, he he's, can do it at that level. But, but going back to this thing about Holloway and the man-manager, he just doesn't seem able to... Manage players because the worst one about it is this Jack Powell, right? He comes in, fantastic game against Southampton, <clears throat> played the next Saturday when everyone thought he was going to be dropped. It was great. Went away to. Was it Ipswich or something like that? I must admit, though, he had a poor game. Got, yeah, but he got all off at half time. Yeah, yeah, he did didn't, play game, for, yeah. didn't play for two months. Yeah. Right? Comes back in for the game here. The thing, no, that, the thing that leaps out of me in this squad is. What you've got, the way you want to play, you've got the youngsters coming through, like Powell, who are now being trained that way, who can adapt. Yeah, can play football. You've got other players like Walford, who for 15, 18 years have played 4-4-2, 4-3-3. They probably find it harder to adapt, and they're thinking, what's this bloke on with a 4-1-2? He sounds like fucking animal. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 4-1-2, 1-3-1? <laughs> I don't fucking understand <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't get my fucking head round it. Because... <laughs> Gonna find it harder to adapt than a fucking seventeen-year-old who, for the last three years, <laughs> has been trained that way. And that's why, when you look at the bigger England under-21s, what is it, twelve games unbeaten or something? Yeah, yeah. We're playing really well it's because we've got. Concept of we're playing now yeah. the European way or whatever the, the you, this you week's said it a while tactic I think is. You put it on off actually, mate. Where actually, you know, you don't give a fuck about formations. It's all about. People going out there wanting to play with a badge. Pride, passion. Go out there and give me fucking 150 percent. And yeah. actually, I'm with you, mate. I'll support any team that does that. No problem whatsoever. How many times have we sat here where we've got battered by teams where we know our teams give 100 fucking percent? We've got yeah. mugged up by a fret. Yeah, yeah. And we've applauded the fucking team off yeah. because we know they're proper Millwall players and they've given us their all. Yeah. 
and I, I've not seen that for a while. But mate, that's us looking back with our nostalgic view of life. Football ain't like that anymore anywhere, is it? So, various point being, it doesn't matter what formation you're in, in the end, football's a simple game, yeah. and the uh, coaches particularly oh. overcomplicate by playing every, every which yeah, formation you can think of. I, and I think there is an element of truth in that, because players are simple beasts, they just want to do something. This is the whole point. It does something, it don't work, he switches it, he tinkers it, it works it. That's all right if you're fucking Jose Mourinho, but not if you're in Holloway. I'll give you an example of the reason it's true. Years ago, I had a chat with Clive Allen. When McCarthy was manager, mm. I was talking to Clive Allen in the players' well, bar the after the game. Yeah. And I said to him, are you enjoying it at a den, Clive? He went, nah. I went, why not? He went, Mick McCarthy's a cunt. <laughs> I went, really? He went, I've averaged a goal every two games in my career. He's playing me in fucking midfield. Yes, he was playing tip of the diamond. He went, he's playing me in a diamond. He went, I'm a fucking out-and-out striker. I always have been. Mm. He went, but Mick knows best, so I'm playing in midfield. He went, yeah. I'll play wherever. He, he went, I'll play right back if he wants. Yeah. He went, I won't be no fucking good, but I'll play it. He said, I just want to play football. Yeah. He went, I've heard me go out of football. Yeah, he went, one game in two. So when you get players like Walford, who's been a winger or whatever... And it's serious playing, so it's the Walford. Um, and all the ways he's turning up saying, I need you to play in the, gut, in the hole and then flirt about in the left-hand side. And he just thinks, oh, I'll just do what I've been doing the last 12 years because it's working work for me. Yeah, all he's right. working now. Another positive I want to throw out is Maguire Gwain. I'd quite like that player. What's the, what's the panel's view of Maguire Gwain? Does he have, does he have the Wilkinson, Shiru, Dunn. Oh, fuck off. Oh, Malone, Angel, Williams, Guy, McDonald, Wolford, Gregory. I like Guy. I can't say his fucking name properly. But And his first name, don't help Maz, we fucking make them go Just call him Marvin. We've got a specially invited studio audience just arrived here, making wanker signs. We don't He can get a player, so I like him. He gets his head down. I think he's got a physical presence. He plays. He's been playing wide. I don't know if that's his natural position. He looks like a more a striker to me, but he plays a wide. He says he is, doesn't he? That's how he's built. But I think it gives us a bit of an edge and power going down that right side. Yeah, I just yeah, but he's not a fucking right footed. Play him on the fucking left. He's left footed. Well, left him. Play him out of the No, no, yeah. but that's but the, the point. thing is, H, he wants to play as a striker. Yeah, so he left Everton because he wanted yeah. to play as an out and out striker. Yeah. He looks good in patches. And I think he got destroyed, wasn't it? Was it middles? No, what was the game? He gave the ball away in midfield. Well, you got the he was trying to knock it back, and he was immediately subbed off, and it just seemed to destroy him. I, I, I sit over there on the other side, and there's, there's, there's what I call the Scott Malone fan club, which are always on Scott Malone's case. And Maguire Gway is also another easy target, I think, because he's... <coughs> which, which he's, he's a talented boy. Yeah. I think at this club, unfortunately, over history, we, we see the slaughter of our most talented... Players. Oh, yeah. We can't yeah. manage our expectations. No, we can't. <laughs> we'd, rather, we'd rather have someone who kicks the fuck out of people. Yeah, right. <laughs> but is that a left back thing? Because, like, Carmen was a cunt, wasn't he? You know, years ago. Is it a left back thing? It's, 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 it's in our blood. I mean, I, 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 I don't need a bit fancy Dan. He doesn't clump people. It can't be like fancy Dan, trust <laughs> no. me. No, no, no. Sean Sparrow. Oh, here we go. Are we going down the nostalgia room now? We're moving, we're, move on. we're moving off the agenda of the nostalgia <laughs> yeah. room now. Lee Luscombe. Here we, we go. Luscombe. Well, we are going down a, a bad road there, aren't we? Um, but, no, I do think that's a valid point. I mean, why that is, I don't know. Other clubs don't seem to have that same need or necessity to... Um, to hound their more talented players. We do, we do get a lot of players back. If you look at who are the real heroes, the real heroes of this club, they're chiselled. Almost invariably, they are people who would go through someone's 
you know, uh, rather than around them. But also, you look at Player of the Year for the last 20 years, there's probably been one striker. It's always 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 midfielders, defenders or goalies. Because we appreciate the graph, the the, the, the guy who's going to hit someone and whatever, but, but football's changing. I mean, this is the thing. You look at some of the things these fellas get fucking booked for these days and you just think, Jesus, me, you wouldn't have lasted fucking five minutes. Now, pick up on that, though. You say that football's changing. There was a game where Mourinho was playing against, he was managing, and he played against Barcelona. And he yeah. went 4-2-4. Four, four. Yeah. And Barcelona <laughs> couldn't fucking cope with it. Yeah. Because what was happening is, Barcelona played a ball out from the back, mm, yeah. but they had no route out from the back, so they was kicking it long, going to Messi. So actually, tactics, sometimes we might be better off going 4 2 well, that's what Middlesbrough did, I mean. 4-3-3. Three, three. But on another day, you end up getting fucked over 5-0, and that's what happened against yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got, we're going to take a short break now whilst the food arrives, so we'll be back <laughs> after these messages, messages. from uh, sausage and mash <laughs> curry. Cube Sony Mash. Hi, my name is Tony Bennett. You might have heard of me. Well, I croon for a living. You know, it might surprise you to know that back in the day, I used to sing along your old Ken Road for a few bucks here and there. And while I was over there in London, England, I developed a love in my heart that has never left me. Take it away, Mr. Piano Man. Can I ask a question? I, I didn't see it on your agenda. Okay. Christmas highlights, and uh, I just want to throw a couple of things out there. And obviously, I'm um, a bit of a Kent cunt. So, um, some of my experiences from Christmas are like Two big things that remar- I'll share with you, and I welcome your thoughts. Two big things for me for Christmas was when we went to uh, Wimbledon away Boxing Day. You remember oh, this, won't you? Lost one nil. Lost one nil. I remember that game. Remember Billy Bunter? Chelsea to steward. But the steward. Look like Billy Bunter. He got dogs abuse as we Billy walked out. He was fucking. He got... I don't like the way you're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't got glasses on. And then the best one was Brentford Boxing Day. Do you remember? 4 yeah. 1. And their goalkeeper looked like Bradley from EastEnders. Do you remember? He got fucking absolutely yeah. crucified. Oh, so they're my, my biggest memories. My but favorite. you're going to go back further. No, my favourite Christmas one. We played West Brom on Boxing Day. There used to be a little. It was a. It was a garden shed at the back of the halfway line, which was the Labrooks betting up. Do you remember? I do. Remember. <laughs> it was a garden shed with an hole in it. Yeah. And I bet on Sheridan to score the first goal. I bet on him to score an hat trick. And I bet on the scoreline 4 1. I won an absolute fucking fortune. <laughs> and I was the only geezer who cheered on the halfway line when West Brom scored. <laughs> I was going down and going, how 
have that, you cunts. What'd you win, a £2? Oh, it? I think the first goal was 6 to 1. Really? The trick was about 25 to 1, and 4 1 was about 30 to 1. And my mate said to me, You had a whole 5p on. Talk about piss on your chips. As I've collected my winnings, my mate's gone, If you'd have done that in a treble, of course, you'd have won like, <laughs> 32 grand or something. And I was like, Cheers, mate. I've done them all as single bets. Well, I can. Christmas fixtures. Well, come. come and go. Come and go. Like there ain't no good ones. Right, it's in my mind for me, for all the wrong reasons. It wasn't, it was. I think it was um, New Year's Day. Yeah. Going back a few years. Ipswich away. I think I must have had a drink the night before. <laughs> I don't know. Dolly's not drinking tonight, though. Like no, me, me, me and my brother and a couple of pals, we jumped in a motor and we drove, drove over to Ipswich. And oh, then the old orchestration started, didn't they? And I was like, oh, I feel terrible. I shut up, you fucking frat, like, you know. <laughs> keep driving. So I'm still driving. I no, I had to stop. And my brother, it was his car as well, but he wanted to have a beer, didn't he? So, right. so he's trying, he's got the ump now. I'm still going to have a fucking drink when we get there. Yeah, I'll drive home. But the whole game, it was, I was just, my stomach was killing me. Like, and I usually have like a cast iron stomach. And, I, and the, for the first and only time in my life, I had to use a, the, the toilets in the football ground. Right, so, nice. You know, and, but I, I, I couldn't do it. My brain wouldn't let me do it, so I was feeling even worse now. And then it was scored. So, and then it all kicked off, because we them days, you shared an end. They, I don't yeah, know if you remember the old Ipswich ground. Yeah, it was yeah. in the same end as them. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so we all, it all kicked off, didn't it? You know, because they scored. So they, we were behaving ourselves up till then. I, I wasn't in the mood, was I? You know, I can let them get on with it, like, you know. Stand there, and then it was getting right in the end. I never leave before the end. I said to the boy, I said, come on, for fuck's okay. sake, I've got to get out of here. Like, I've got to go somewhere. And then Cascarino scored in about the 94th minute. I said, oh, fucking erupted, didn't it, and all that. And I, I was the only one, you know, everyone jumped and going, oh, fuck off. When you said it all erupted, exactly. No, it did. Yeah, Derek, it, 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 I guarantee you it did erupt, but not then. And then it was like the, the proverbial loft door opening and all the boots falling out. Right? And, and, like, it was at a shell garage halfway home. Like, no, I'm enjoying that. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, you know, the, the, the world fell out of my bottom. It absolutely did. And, and I'm sitting there and they're going, they're going, come on, for fuck's sake, like, why? Wait a minute, will you wait a minute? And then there's another knock, knock on the door. Will you fucking leave me alone, you poxy cunt? <laughs> and the girl's voice went, I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, wait, when I crept out there and there's no one else. I collapsed in the back of the car and that. We had some really good Boxing Day fixtures where we were in, we just thought. I can't believe it, just that, we just I got remember, absolutely smashed all over the pitch. I remember losing to Tottenham 3-1, I think it was 77-78 or something like that. I was 10 or 11 years of age, yeah. and I've never seen hand-to-hand -hand combat. <laughs> I remember sitting there, just thinking, this is naughty. fucking hell, these people are absolute fucking lunatics. And there was like something like... Seven or eight thousand Tottenham fans, well, and they stormed across the corner and tried to get in the halfway line. <laughs> that was the first time I remember away fans in any presence being at the Alderton Road. Then. Oh, I've never. There was no, there was no fencing no, back then, so carnage. The, 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 the barrier was, was just that, sheer numbers of players. That game, I'm sure. What, what year was that? Seventy-seven, seventy-eight. The only time in my life that I got stopped from going into the old ground, and the only reason I'd come from come from work. And um, I was an apprentice electrician at the time. 
and I had my work boots on. They wouldn't let me in. It's still right. toe-tap boots. Because of the stone still toe-taps, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, but God, I smacked. remember sitting on the halfway line stairs thinking, someone's going to get fucking killed here. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolute <laughs> fucking carnage. <laughs> and it had been built up, apparently. It well, it was, it was the same place in the Panorama program. Yeah, it was Spurs fucking on mayhem. I had a mate at college, but when it, Tottenham when fan. Spurs were at Charlton and our boys went over there. Oh, I know, this, this fella at college, I was with doing the apprenticeship, he's a Tottenham fan. And uh, he's a big, big fella. He was about six foot three and all that. And he was there, and I said... Um, I did you guys told him I was going to say, yeah, yeah, he said, I, I wished I was you, to be honest. I went, why? He said, I wish they stopped me from going in. He said, I've never been so fucking frightened. <laughs> <laughs> he said, why do they have to, he said, oh, they just want to fucking hit the big one all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Nick's in the toilet, and let's see if he edits this bit. We, we know his secret lover child is uh, Ant Meads, and uh, <laughs> we know that's a fact. Um... We know he's spending Christmas with him, um, but he don't want to talk about it. Um, we hear Ant means he's coming back in January, which I think is great news. On a free transfer. Um, on a free transfer. Apparently he's, he's got pissed off. Some he's got pissed off, but he's, he's bought the tits supporting Birmingham, and he's coming back in the new year. So I think, I think that's great. And the rumour is he'll fight any cunt he wants. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Anyone on Hoff, Misa, yeah. MO, he's up for it. Bring it on. I'll have you in Golden Line in he's, the car park. He's up for it. So uh, just be very, very cautious that uh, that means he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back now. Hang on. He's got a pork pie out. Is he in there having a shit? No, he's waking over eight means. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that memory. He's, he's in there having a shit, isn't he? Yeah. Mind you, that curry one. Anyway, so I've always said what a lovely fella Nick Hart is. Yeah. I think it's a great yeah, piece of work that he does. Yeah. I really, I really think what he does here is great. And it takes a fucking minute. You know, my wife's gonna love me. Gonna have headphones. We're getting trying to be something. Let's toast. Let's toast Nick Hart. Nick Hart. This is Octoon Millwall Radio. Stay tuned for more Millwall conversation after these messages. to that mate, Millwall. But now no worries, there's a group of like-minded Aussie Millwall fans that want to hear from you. The Millwall Down Under group are based in Sydney, they have Lions fans from all over us. They're looking for new members for regular get-togethers and five-a-side tournaments, all against other expat British football fans. So they don't have to leave your heart at Coldwell Lane, because Millwall are down under too. How do you get in touch then? Google search the football fans down under website, or easier still, email bondilime at gmail.com. Rip up. All right, so the teams are on the pitch, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Lord? Can I just be the first to say, 
one new cunt. Sparse looking crowd in here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. There's about Coach Lowe from Bolton. There's about, what, ten of us. Don's here. <laughs> That's about it, really. We're in the uh, corporate box. Nice view. Nice view of the picture, man, I've got to say. And also, in fairness to the club, very nice experience. Food good. Good company. It's very, very nice. So across the back, we've got Trotter. Uh, Trotter. We're obsessed with Trotter. Across the back, we've got Shitu. Wilkinson. Done. Malone. Midfield head is Angle Martinez and Sean Williams. Front three is what? Walford, McDonald and Gway. And then uh, Gregory up front. Nice ball, nice touch by Angle Martinez. Comes to nothing. That was a nice early touch there. Come down the right-hand side, played in, the 27, found space again, he cuts it back to 21. Oh, I thought that was him. I thought we got that. Close chance there, seven minutes gone, Bolton. Corner for uh, Bolton. They seem to carve us apart quite nicely there, which is worrying. Corner swings in, near post, glancing header off the line by David Ford. That's one half chance and, and a, a clear chance there. Two worrying early moves there from Bolton. That is a flat atmosphere in here, it's got to be said at the moment, but then Friday night just before Christmas. Always going to be a difficult gig, isn't it? Look at Millwall coming down the right, it's Williams. I've just noticed it's Feeney. Feeney's playing for Bolton tonight, I only just noticed him. to Bolton on the attack now, is there, is there 21? He cuts it back across, oh Jesus Christ, Ford kind of hesitated, it rolled in just almost on the foot of the Bolton forward, it gets cleared fortunately, coming up for the 21st minute of the game, no huge chances to either side so far, I suppose you've got to say Bolton probably looked the more dangerous of the two. This game kind of out of trotter, isn't it? I'm liking the look of Gray tonight. I'm liking the look of um, Gregory up front. Yeah. And I'm liking the look of Angel oh, Martinez, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I think he's had a nice couple of touches. 26 minutes gone. Mill's starting to come into the game a little bit more in the last few minutes. Best chance of going full into the league, Gregory, earlier. But we're starting to look a little bit more with it, listeners. Don, Don's asking what formation. We're going to go back to the formation board now with Hannibal. <laughs> Where has he gone? Oh, he's gone to have a wee. <laughs> no, he's gone to have a wank. He's heard Trotter's coming on. We're all starting to look a little bit better as the half's going on, listeners. One or two touches that look really nice. Play some nice football. Gray's looking a bit physical on the right-hand side. Wilkins is linking up well. It's a nice show, listeners. It's come from the uh, corporate box number uh, 14. And there's a strange temptation looking at other people's boxes next door. It's like looking at someone else's front room. See what they've got. They've got a better box than us. What kind of food are they having? What are they drinking? What's on their television? It's really weird, isn't it? What's up, mate? I get the urge to look at other people's boxes. like looking out your window into someone else's front room, seeing what they've got that you haven't got. Knows you can't. There's Bolton. Shot on goal. Whilst I was just uh, 
going off on a stream of consciousness out to, to stop my fall. I bet the other boxes ain't got tactic book. Uh, they haven't got a tactics ball, no. They don't have Bongo's mug. They don't have Don's directions to get out of a train carriage. Uh, listeners to an earlier show will know what that refers to. Fucking microphone. They won't have a microphone, that's for sure. Very few have a microphone. <laughs> Bolton on the attack. 32nd minute, here comes a 27 down the centre. Been given room, it falls to the 21 who can shoot. Blocked by Falls. Back to the 21 on the far right hand side of the middle penalty as I look. That's going to be a corner. He's got his faults. He saves you fucking eight games a season, doesn't he? When he saves, he saved, he saved us a goal there, that's for sure. Here come Bolton on the attack, five, pulls it in towards the, the, the 21, he cuts it back, it's, that's a poor ball, we'll clear it. We did get away with that, 36 minutes gone, we got out of jail there. Martinez, forwards, finds Gregory, twists and turns, all taken off of him. Danny, the old school body check from the Terry Herlock school of defending. Bolton fans, the coach of the Bolton fans are up in arms about that. That was right out of the old, the old uh, manual. That was your kind of defending, Derek, in your day, mate, wasn't it? No, I would have taken the man and the ball. Here come Bolton on the attack. Chipped, taken by Danny. Won't get away with that one. That's a yellow card, boys. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> Old school defending ran out there, listeners. That was a, that was a body check again, and he got done for it. The yellow card. <laughs> Five minutes to half time, and not the greatest advert for football ever seen. Mill probably had the best chance of the half with Lee Gregory. Nick tries to remain positive there. <laughs> I'm trying. No negative tonight, please. It's yeah. a shit game. Has anyone told him he's at Millwall? Fucking hell. It's an absolutely awful game. Um, between two poor sides. We've had spells, haven't we? We've had spells. We'd... I went in the toilet earlier and it wasn't as toilet as this. <laughs> there we are. Half time. Mill nil. Bolton Wanderers nil. So away we go with the second half. No substitutions as far as we can see. Gregory for on goal. He passes the goalkeeper. Crowd howling for a free kick or penalty there. Gregory's almost past the goalkeeper, clips, put the ball wide of him. No decision, clearly, as you can gather. Bolton coming forwards now, the 14, down the middle. Plays it at wide left, the 21, just outside the middle penalty area, crosses it in, that glances across the middle goal. That was about a yard or two wide that far post. Chance, you've got to say. 49 minutes. Right, getting behind the side now, it's in a little bit more enterprise from Millwall. A little bit of brightness in the play. Here's Wolford on the halfway line. Chips it forward, trying to find Gregory. Ball's bouncing around, looks like it's going to roll clear, and so it does. Nice one too, Danny Shitu running forwards. Going for it, here comes Shitu, down as a winger on the right side, he can't find the cross. Now he's woefully out of position. Takes his man with an old school, old school challenge. Well, it was a chip and charge, wasn't it? Chip and charge. Yellow car for Shitu there. Bolton man stayed down, he's done his job. If, if you're going to kick him, make it hurt, making sure they, they stay down for him. Yeah, definitely. Fuller's that McDonald off for Fuller. 
McDonald come off and Fuller come on. Nick, can I ask, can I ask for your feedback on the uh, scoreboard? Because I don't know if you noticed, we spent fucking all this season so far looking at a load of fucking scaffolds. What sort of gallows, Simon? What the fucking hell is going on over there? I don't know. We've got another sub coming up. Fuck the subs, I want to know what's up with the scoreboard. It's Lee Martin coming up with the, from the great quarter. All right, fuck the scoreboard, we'll have Lee Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's a good point. It looks Apparently like the scoreboard is about the same as a decent striker. So it's a toss-up. It's a straight choice. We can have a striker or a scoreboard. What do you want, Bunga? Uh, I'll have a striker all day long. <laughs> I'll have the scoreboard. Yeah, 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 you miserable cunt. It's more mobile than most of our strikers. <laughs> we could probably put Hannibal's white ball up there and just have like, yeah, yeah, Bunga putting the score. I like it. I like it. Cheaper option. <laughs> I'm being accosted by Quince Garcia. <laughs> Chelsea at Bolton. Yeah, you got a choice. I'm abducting you. The camera loves you, and you love the camera, mate. Yeah, that's right. Here we've got the microphone. I've got to say, they're, they're passing well. They are passing well. Most bright second half. Brighton, uh, Brighton, Bolton are looking a little dangerous. Here they come to 27. In the area, he's still alive. What's he going to do? He cuts it back to 21. No, 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 no. Oh, he's in the post! Oh, Fuck me! me. What's happening there? Fuck me! What's happening there? How did he miss that? How did he miss that? Some might call that defining defence. We win. We win. That is the game changer, mate. We win. How did he miss that? The, the, it was pulled across the penalty area, this is. Bolt had a clear shot on goal. There's more how can you miss from there, Quince. And he struck the bottom of the post. Some might call that divine intervention. Divine, let's call it divine intervention. Yeah, let's call it that. There come Millwall. In the church up the road. Oh, come on! Come on! Come on! Shard or bar now. So you got any film projects going on, Quinn? Do you want to tell the world about them? Yeah, I've got um, a few film projects happening at the moment. I'm yep. going to be working with the Department of Work and Pension. Yep. I'm going to be um, developing a few films. I'm going to be going into a few schools in Southwark Borough. Nice. And I'm going to be um, talking to young people about the issues that they face. Yep. And also I'm looking to uh, work with uh, Millwall Football Club, obviously, and trying to get them to provide me with a, with a space so I can develop my workshops from, Good which stuff. I'm excited about. Yep. Hopefully I'll get a positive response and then we'll go from there. We'll keep us informed. Definitely will. welcome on the show. Thanks a lot. Any, any time. Much appreciated. So it's a slight lull around the ground after that chance that uh, Bolton missed there. So coming up halfway through the second half. <laughs> really and truthfully, we'll all be a goal down, listeners, but by divine intervention, as Quince has just said, we are still at nil-nil. Can we nick it? Can we nick it? Okay. Hold on the attack again, they're coming down the middle. We can't depend on divine intervention a second time, that's a goal. One nil Bolton. One nil Bolton. Gotta say that was coming, ladies and gentlemen. Sixty-seven minutes. Basic passing move down the centre, foot striker put through on goal, blasted pass forward into the roof of the net, one nil. Ebbing away, the life at life is ebbing away. Life is ebbing away. There's 15 minutes to go, Peter, and I've got to say, say to that whether we go down or not. Yeah, can we revisit that? Yeah, we're going down. <laughs> I'll declare it tonight. We're going down. That's cheered us up no end. <laughs> no negativity night. Just before Christmas. Six um, <laughs> that steward's having a better night than we are, look. Fucking <laughs> hell. Who'd have on that? He ain't looking at it. That's, that's the better night he's having. 
he's the lucky one, isn't he? He's facing this way. He's getting paid to watch this. It's another Mill substitution. Jimmy Abdu's coming in for um, Andy Wilkinson's going off. He's hobbling off. Looks like he's going to go into the right back position. Not quite full is Lee Martin on the on the left hand side. He chips it back. Gregory. Oh. Corner off the line there. Martin with a cross in towards Fuller. He goes. No penalty there. Fuller kind of collapsed towards her, trying to win a penalty, but no dice. Warford down the middle, Warford breaks on goal! And he gets it out, it's blocked! Clear chance, Martin Warford, three minutes to go down the middle, blocked by the bone goalkeeper from Mill, corner! That was, a, that was a clear chance, this is a break straight down the middle, Warford was full on goal, goalkeeper did well to block it, I guess. I've got to say, it's been a poor second half, Barry, very, very poor. Terrible, the quality of our football has been appalling, terrible. I really, really did think on the back of the Brighton game we'll get something out of this, but I must admit, we've been really poor, mate. Really poor. Last minute of the game, listeners. Last chance saloon. That's going to go nowhere. I think that will be it. There's the game. Full time, Millwall nil, Bolton one. Poor, poor second half. Got to be said, poor second half. We'll have a little bit of post-match analysis now with the chaps. We'll be back after these messages. You're listening to Octon Millwall. Millwall supporters and everyone listening to the Exxon Millwall and I'd just like to say to all you players out the poor on that blue shirt get out on the pitch fuck fucking fucking fuck your fucking fucking ideas up will ya you bunch of cunts I think that Brighton game's taken over the cracks didn't it a little bit yeah not much you can say about that performance really is there I mean it was where do you go from here that's the thing we were still ill only made changes and we lost. And that's it. You know? Aren't we at the stage now that a nil-nil at home is better than a defeat? Uh, Stunned silence. Stunned silence around the table. I, I said it. I'd have them in at 7am running like cunts. Seven hours of running. They run they like cunts for like 90 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 95 minutes. That's 97 minutes. Where the fuck you got two minutes in the first half and five minutes in the second half? I don't know, but... It's not good enough. Mm. It's shit. Collectively, what I don't get is individually they're not bad players. Maybe you can argue about one or two in terms of quality, but individually they're not bad collection of players. As a unit, that was absolute pony tonight. I mean, we only ever looked in fits and starts this season. Swung to the opposite, like we were saying earlier on. But we haven't looked like a unit at all. I'm coming, uh, I'm really must, it's, it really hurts me to say it, I'm, I'm coming on Adam's page because. Um, Unfortunately, I've got to blame the manager. 
you've got a question of quality of the manager in regards to managing personnel. You just said it there. We've got some good players there. We've got better players. They're not doing it, Nick. They're not doing it as a team, are they? They're not playing for each other. They're not playing for the club. It's a fucking appalling. Absolutely appalling. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. We're second to every 50-50 ball yep. out there today. Fucking dog every shit. Fucking one. dog shit. Second every ball. He said it. Get him in tomorrow. Get him running until fucking blood's coming out of their ball bag. It's as simple as that. It's the only way to do it now. They've got a fucking Drop nerve, them haven't they? I'll put a fucking second string yeah, there. I'm with you, mate. Well, that's how we stayed up last year. I'm with you, mate. He picked, he picked the same. He played the other lot in a friendly. He got beat 6-1. He played that the other lot. Fight and spirit-wise, that ain't good enough. I, I exactly. don't mind losing when we get outplayed. Yeah, that weren't outplayed. That's that fucking appalling, mate. Fucking appalling. We had a couple of bright chances early on. We started first five, first five. Half, we started. Back. I thought we nicked this. The game drifted away from us from that point onwards. We got out of jail with the chance to hit the post by the Bolton striker. That, well, that was some fucking floaty in it. Here's the thing, we're sitting around a table stunned, because we can't think of what to say. I dare say that's what's going on in that dressing room right now, I can't think of anything mm. they can say to each other. Mm. I can't actually think what Holloway's going to say. Well, he'll, he'll come out with some... He'll come out with some... Oh, he always comes out with bullshit. And a bunch of words that mean yeah. nothing, and that, that is it, what we see yeah. so often now. All, all I'll say, we, we had a fucking nothing first half, right? And then... He started tinkering around with things. Yeah, he brought Fuller on for substitutions. And what's going on, was it? I don't think any changes needed. No, he didn't. Made. I mean, this is the that. point. He changed Should it for change's sake. He said, "Go out and and that's what he does. Now, one thing though, did they look like that? The the fourteen players who played tonight, did any of them look like those players who was playing for contracts? Because they didn't fucking look like it. No. Or do they look but like then, any players but, but then, win a fucking Did Bolton contract? look any different? I mean, this is no. the point. It's they were they shit teams and they scored yeah. a goal. Difference is, though, last week we saw, we saw a game with two poor sides where we came out of the winning yeah. side. Yeah. That's right. But that paved over the cracks, I think. Paved over the cracks. They brightened But tonight was probably the self same game in many respects, but tonight we're on the losing end. We had chances to win it. We had chances to win it, and if we'd have shown any enterprise, any kind of... Any kind of structure at Get all. to that end of the pitch won. and they just fall apart. There's no chance for that. Well, that was the only decent chance, wasn't it, at the game? I mean, we had one in. There's one in the first half. 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 To me, though, games like that, they answer who gets the contract. I know mm. I keep on about it, but Shitu, Fold, they're the only two earned their money out there tonight for me. Shitu? I thought we'd done all right. He's fucking he's the goal, but apart from that, he was Did you not see the way he went down? He went down, and, and all they did, he went down too quick, and they yeah. nipped it past him. But every, That's what he does. He makes mistakes. Every cent, centre-half makes mistakes, doesn't he? No. I'm, did Alan McLeary <laughs> make a mistake? No, no. You, no I mean, you're right that week. It's, it's a mistake that he makes week on week on week on week. It's guaranteed with Danny Shu. He dives in. Seven times out of ten, he'll block it. Three times out of ten, he gets done. And tonight he got done and we, we conceded. We said earlier on. went down soft. Earlier on we said we're not amongst the worst three sides in the division. Oh, no, we are. I'm not, I'm not so <laughs> sure. We are. We are. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, I didn't say that. We are. No, no I did. I said that. I don't um, think. If you ask me, ask me who's worse. This is what Aaron Ralph can possibly do to you, listeners. Rob Ralph can change your life and change your views. Right. Brian got some quality players who could turn it round. We had a five point gap between us and Brian, but obviously they've got a game to play tomorrow. They're away. They're away. They're away. 
points away. No, well, that's three that points for them, and that'd be the turnaround. Thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no sharp knives around. Yeah, <laughs> vein on us. All the time I've been down say, the wall, you knew you was going to see a bit of fucking yeah, fight and a bit yeah. of spirit. Today, we've just that one. Yeah. There's, there's nothing out there. There's nothing. I don't know, what's he going to do to change it? Yeah, exactly. Can he do change it? Yeah. Hey, uh, there's people out there that are going to say, Berylson, get your fucking checkbook out again. They ain't going to make it. Yeah, you've you got a bloated squad already done, and yeah, you've got near 40 players. You've got 24 of them up due to go in the summertime. Really, if we could wind forward and take whatever outcome of the season is going to come our way and get rid of these 24, because you're really talking about starting from scratch, as frightening a prospect as that is, when we, when we spoke the other day. Yeah, I mean, when, when we start from scratch... Depends what division we're in. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Go down to start again. And uh, uh, all these family contracts, if you're 17 and you say, uh, I don't know, fucking Braniff or Mark Riss, whatever, go out and play for a contract, you'll get a better result. Mm. Some of these players are fucking 32, 33 mm. years of age. Play for a contract, they don't care. Yeah. All right, let's close out. Do we, do we think we're going to get relegated this season after that? After that, yeah. After that, yes. <laughs> Before that, I didn't. No. Bar looks at that and there's no, nothing there. It was a lack of spark. The lack of Come spark. back to it. Are there three worst teams than us in the division? There's always one who drops. There's, there's one. Always one. Last week, Birmingham, who just stayed in yeah. squeaky. There's always a team who would drop from 12th down to fucking bottom. You might have a chance, but... Not playing like that. Not right? playing like that. Any, any playing teams like get a chance of getting points deducted? If we got points deducted for being inept, we'd be relegated. Who else we got over Christmas? Norwich away. Lewis Graham and Ashrick. And then Bournemouth at home on the 28th, which is going to be a tough call. We've got Bradford, though. Bradford on the third, yeah. Yeah, that'd be We'll have a cup run this year. Yeah, but just like Woking. All right, well, that's the show, listeners. I'm sorry to close it on a depressing note. I'm going to switch the recorder off now. I've got a weekend of editing. I don't know what I'm going to form out of this. But thank you for listening. That was Acton Millwall. listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.